Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hey, by the book listeners, Kristen here. Did you know that you can receive a weekly by the book affirmation mini plus the rules of every book that we've lived by? It's easy. All you have to do is become a member of our Patreon community. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash listen to buy the book. Again, that's patreon.com slash listen to buy the book, or just look at the episode description from today's show. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So, maybe listen on headphones if you're at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Brad. Hey, Kristen. Have you seen my husband by any chance? Ooh, hold on. Let me ask Jolenta. Jolenta, have you seen Dean? Mm, uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I did. I just saw him a second ago on the screen, I thought. Hey, 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 everybody. I'm here. I finally made it. I'm sorry. I've been fiddling with my audio and it's just, you know, these, these things are complicated. I'm not an audio guy. It's okay. We're just glad to have you here, honey. Hey, Dean. Hi, Dean. But you can hear me, right? Am I on mute? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So we're all here now. Oh, yes, we are. Okay, good. Because you know what time it is. It's, it's time, time for, for the, the husbands, husbands to speak. speak. Oh, you know it is, and the world wants to hear you. And so do we, because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Brad. And I'm Dean. And this is By the Book. The 
That's right. It is time for another Buy the Book bonus episode every other week between now and season 10. That's right. Season 10. Wow. We'll be releasing a new bonus episode. And today it's time for our seasonal episode with the husband. Yes, it is. All of you out there had so many questions for our spouses, and we are going to try to get through as many as we can, starting with questions about the show and the two of you and how you relate. Yes. So Katie wrote in with a question we get every season, which is for both of the husbands. What was the worst book the ladies lived by this past season and the best for you as innocent bystanders? Let me see. The worst one? There was a book this season where Kristen ended up tracking stuff. Oh, yes. Atomic Habits. Yes. That one? The listeners know. Kristen? Not so good with the tracking. It becomes very intense very quickly, and that Mm. creates a lot of tension. I hated that, too. My favorite, I think, was Mushrooms, the book called Mushrooms that we read. That was good. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't the name of the book? No, it was uh, It was the Ikigai, the Japanese secret to a long and happy life. Well, the book, a little not so exciting for me. I love that we were growing mushrooms. That was awesome. Oh, that is yeah. Fun. The growing the mushrooms. Uh, I love that, too. By the way, yeah. um, for anyone who's curious, our mushrooms are not going very well right now. Uh, but no. Our second fruiting wasn't very fruitful. Yeah, it's it's not been so good. But in the early days, we loved being mushroom farmers. It was great. But what about you, Brad? Well, I'll say I love a personality test. You know, I love siphoning ourselves off into different groups of what type of people we are. So I like the Enneagram <laughs> thing. I like He it. did. He loves right. like a personality test and like reading about the other person and himself. Like it like he helps do me that all day long. It like helps me kind of understand where we're coming from. I I enjoy that. I hate adding more stuff to my day. And so the power of ritual and like making everything into a ritual and making everything into it extra. Every book you guys live by is always like, if you just take 20 extra minutes and add it to your day for about four to five different activities, you'll be wasting (laughs) an extra hour of your day. Like it's just very, it's a lot. (laughs) Oh God. I'm surprised you didn't say the lazy genius because it does um, the same thing in that book. Like here, let's take the simple task and then turn it into like 10 more tasks. <sighs> so much. So, so many tasks. So many so tasks. So little time. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a fan of the Enneagram. Mm. I'm not with you on Gene that one, doesn't Brad. Like a category. I just, the Enneagram thing was just like, everybody's trying to put me in boxes. I just, I was not a fan. Don't put Deanie in a corner. All right, let's go to this next question from Leslie. Very interesting one. Do you ever prescribe self-help books to family members or coworkers or friends based on your experiences with the show? No. No, I don't. No. Quick, simple answer. I've never told anyone you should read a self-help book. That is, (laughs) other people do that. Okay, I do that. Wow. (laughs) Wow, I don't do it very often, but I will say... There's a couple of self-help books that I personally have taken some stuff away from that I find very useful. And in my role, I do a lot of like helping other people grow and learn. And so I recommend books like, you're going to hate this, Getting Things Done, or How to Win Friends and Influence People. Some of those books I recommend to people. I am very, very careful to say 
that should not follow them to the letter. But there's some really interesting ideas in here that might be useful to you. So yeah, I'm that guy. I recommend self-help books, apparently. He's your boss who's like, hey, have you read Getting Things Done? <laughs> yeah, how passive aggressive is that? You're not getting anything done. Read this effing book. <laughs> read this book about getting things done. <laughs> It's better than the who moved my cheese, though. Yeah, when you come into your weekly meetup with your boss and that's waiting on the table for you. Uh, Run. Yes, just leave the building now. Oh, yes. (laughs) All right, Lisa has this question. Lisa says, Brad and Dean, do you think the Buy the Book Facebook community expects too much from the four of you? Mm, Controversial. Oh, oh. Yes. Very controversial. <laughs> Look at Dean going in, not even hesitating. Oh, I thought this was a yes-no question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like anyone has any expectations of me. Like, I, yeah. I was going to say, Brad, like, I, I feel are like you when a I, member even? When I, I hear about the group, when you show me a post from the group, it's doing one of two things. Usually it's saying, wow, Brad and Dean get it. And I'm like, wow, well, this is great. This, I'm glad you put in <laughs> that interaction from our lives because it made me look good somehow. Or you're showing me a post that says, Joe Lenta, why do you have an ugly voice? Or like, Kristen, why did you not live according to this exact rule that I made up for myself? So I feel like you guys get held to a very high standard. But that, That's know. true, I'm Brad. Fine. I agree. I agree. Kristen and Jalinta get held up to a much higher standard. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you guys are just like the finance Larry characters. You usually get like a glowing review. Yeah, I think that there's a reason you're called America's favorite husbands, and Jalenta and I are called Jalenta and Kristen. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Let's move on to this question from Shelby, who says, Brad and Dean, are you ever tired of Kristen and Jalenta living by books? Do you ever want to take breaks from living by the book? A bookcation, perhaps. <laughs> Do you wonder who your wives would be had they not taken on this podcast slash project? Wow. Shelby, coming in hot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm a bit tired of living by self-help books, I must admit. Uh, <laughs> but then if we weren't, I wouldn't have anything to talk about at work. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know, it, it can be really exhausting. Changing the rules of your relationship every two or three weeks is mm. exhausting. But quite honestly, Kristen and Jalenta do almost all the heavy lifting for this. And so I'm just along for the ride and I really can't complain too much. It sure has been interesting. Remember how this whole project started as Jalenta was doing this anyway? And then just roped you into it, Kristen. So, <laughs> Sorry. So I know we, Shelby, I know I would still be living this life regardless. <laughs> like here there are just microphones involved. Hot tip for all of the listeners. Jolenta reads books that aren't even on these lists. Like she just is always reading self-help books. So I'd be doing this every few weeks anyway. <laughs> He's not lying. All right. Ava wants to know, if we were to run into you and your wives in a public place, would you want us, your fans, to stop and say hello? Or would you prefer we just keep walking and admire you from afar? This has happened. This happened to us. We were at a Brooklyn farmer's market. It happened once. So it doesn't happen. We're not such big celebrities. It does not happen daily. It happened once. (laughs) But it was a trip because maybe it was you, Ava. I don't know. Somebody stopped and said, Jolenta, Jolenta Greenberg. And we turn around and it's a woman who's like working at one of the farmer's market stands and says, wow, you host by the book. And they knew you from that. Then they quickly do some math and go, wait, that means 
you're Brad. <laughs> and that means you're Frank. Frank <laughs> was there too. Yeah. It and was I was hilarious. like, wow, like you guys are real celebrities. So just once. So anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. I would do it again if somebody Brad's recognized down. Jolenta. Yeah. <laughs> so you love it. Brad's okay with oh, it. Yeah, attention. I'm fine with it, Ava. Yeah, Brad loves it. So if you see us, just yell Brad's name, apparently. Yeah, wait. I like being the celebrity. Someone treat me like a celebrity. And then Jolenta's, thank you for being my ticket, honey. You're welcome, man. <laughs> How about you, Dean? Me? I think it's fine to say hello. It's happened a couple of times. It's always been really nice. The people have been great. It's weird, actually, being recognized in the street. And it's only happened two, maybe three times. But yeah, say hello. I think it's great. I think it's great, too. Yeah. Kristen loves a hello. I I love saying hi to people. I say hi to people who I don't even know on the street all the time. So I love it when other people say hello back. So yeah, don't be shy. Say hello. There was one time when the person in front of us stopped and turned around and said, are you Kristen? And it was because they weren't looking at us. They were just listening to our voices and we were walking behind them and they're like, oh my gosh, my favorite podcast is on. Oh no, it's not. Kristen and Dean are walking behind me. That's so funny. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The vocal recognition. That was really cute. That was right around Christmas time. Shout out to that person right around Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. If it was you, Ava. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's been Ava every time for both? Oh of my us? gosh. Hey Ava. Hey Ava. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are gonna take a quick, quick break, but when we come back, we have some questions for the husbands that are just about stuff, not necessarily about by the book. So stick around. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats, like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate (laughs) is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Doors take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey, everybody, we are back with Dean and Brad by the books, Resident Husbands, answering questions from all of you out there. And now some lighter questions that you all are curious about. All right. So this question is for both of the husbands from Jennifer. Jennifer says, Dean, what do you love about Jolenta? Brad, what do you love about Kristen? What does the friendship between your two wives bring out in your own partner? What a good question. Yeah, because I I do think it's so cool to see how you're each like reflected in each other and your similarities and your differences. And I think you bring out the best in each other. Like, because I love Kristen's friendliness. I love Kristen's adventureness. I think like Kristen has a healthy dose of skepticism baked into a friendly Midwesterner's smile. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I feel like Jolenta's got like, I know Jolenta is very skeptical, but once she gets one of these books in front of her, she's very X-Files, I want to believe. And, and I think you guys like hit each other in different ways. So I, I think it's very complimentary and I love hanging out with Kristen. I love that. I just love how Jolenta pushes Kristen out of her comfort zone. Um, I think that is something that is incredibly valuable on the whole thing. But the other thing that I really love is that Jolenta is such a staunch defender of her friends and the show. And it's good for Kristen to be around people like that. Mm. Jolenta will fight for you. And that is really (laughs) valuable. And that is really valuable. Uh, Some people don't. Some people just let shit happen. Like me until I knew Jolenta. (laughs) Hmm. And I was like, no, no, no. Stop that shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Jolenta's like, you can be quiet if you want to, but I'm going to go in there and fucking kill them. Yeah. <laughs> With words. Or With madness. words. Exactly. <laughs> and rage. Yeah. Righteous yeah. rage. Righteous, mm, righteous yeah. rage. Righteous rage. Oh, here's a fun question for both of our husbands. What's your favorite holiday and why? Does Dean have to say Christmas because of Kristen? I wonder. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, Jolenta. It's Christmas. It's always been Christmas. That's one of the things that Kristen and I are all about is Christmas. So it happened before her. Oh, yeah. I was a pretty Christmassy person. But don't forget, my Christmas involved barbecues on the beach, flip-flops, and speedos. That's very, very different than the Christmas we have here. Honey, you can still wear speedos at Christmas dinner if you want. That's fine. It'll just be cold. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I am granting you not just permission, but perhaps a request Okay, let's not put the image of me and Speedos in anybody's ears. <laughs> I'm all I for think it. that's a bad idea. <laughs> I think it's, it's a, a Christmas great idea. gift I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but Brad, what about you? Yeah. What is your favorite holiday and why? Oh, 100%, 1000%. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's mm, my favorite. Right. It's literally I think like the advertisement I give for the United States when I travel abroad is like we have this thing called Thanksgiving. It's awesome. You eat food. It's not necessarily tied to religion. It like is just where you give thanks for people around you. Yeah. You can put your own cultural spin on it no matter where you or your family are from. And like I just think it's like the best way to hang out with family and friends. Love everything about Thanksgiving. Love getting too full. And um, I feel and I've like spent time with you, Kristen, during Thanksgiving. Like I just get to know everyone better around me. It's the best. I love Thanksgiving too. I do. That's a I love great both those holiday. holidays a lot. I was really thinking you were gonna say Halloween. You know, I it was it, Halloween's a young man's game. Oh, you're too old. You're too old. <laughs> you just would rather cook all day. You can't. Halloween you can't is for put the young. Costumes together. It's anymore. too many costumes. It's too much. Like you really have to prepare for. One it, time for, he was a tamagotchi. It was great. That no, it's a young man's game though. It's it. I, I don't have the energy was, for it uh, anymore. Over a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this next question is just for Dean from Lauren. What do you miss about New Zealand other than family? And what do you not miss? Huh, that's really interesting. What do I miss most? Mm -hmm. I mean, you've probably heard me talk about this on the show a few times, but meat pies. There's something about mystery meat wrapped in buttery pastry available Mm. on every street corner. It's been sitting in a warming drawer for three and a half weeks. Oh, my gosh, that stuff. I love that. That I grew up with that as my like snack food. It's like the it's like mm. the kiwi empanada, I guess. I don't know even what you yeah, how to describe yeah, yeah. it. But like I just miss that. You can't find them here. It's really hard to find them. Even in New York, you got to go out of your way to try and find 
a sort of savory meat pie. There's like one or two shops. Yeah, there's a couple of shops in New York, but anywhere else in this country, it's almost impossible to find unless I make them myself. I think that's probably one of the things that I just just immediately came to mind when you said, what do I miss? Mm. The other thing is I miss having a summer birthday. My birthday is right after Christmas. And in New Zealand, that would be summer. And so that whole holiday situation would be like Christmas and then Boxing Day and then Dean's birthday and then New Year. And everybody was off school and work and everybody was having vacations. And it was like amazing because it was summertime. And that's not how it is. Like your birthday revolves around a whole like weather system that you didn't even know was such a big part of it yeah, until now. Yeah, that's so yeah. crazy. I'm always like, I'm a spring baby. And you were like, I'm a summer baby until yeah. you came here. And I, and, <laughs> and you're but like, I'm, I'm not a winter here. baby? Isn't that weird? It's weird. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. The other part of the question, what do I not miss? I can't think of anything. I love New Zealand. New Zealand is wonderful. It like is. Like you don't not miss sheep? Like you didn't get sick of them or anything? I love Flossie. She was my favorite. They're cute. They're damn cute. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to point out, because Dean actually does love sheep, his brother-in-law, his sister's husband, one year for Christmas, just sent him a photo book called Beautiful Sheep, and it was (gasps) close-ups of sheep. Stop. That's so cute. Oh, my gosh. Dean is holding it up. Beautiful sheep. Wow. (laughs) Thanks, Doug. Like you guys have always talked about New Year, New You. But this is this is a different you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, new year, new. Yes. Oh, oh my god. Waka waka. <laughs> Love it. Brad, I am so glad you just made that joke because Stacy has a question just for you. How do you handle being such an amazing punster but living with Jolenta, who claims she does not like puns? She claims she doesn't <laughs> like puns, but you know what? I host an, uh, like another podcast, a news podcast, where I get to make wordplay and puns all the time. I record at this same microphone that Jolenta's at right now, and sometimes she'll be nearby and she'll hear me make a pun, and I'll just hear her go, <laughs> like she doesn't want, she doesn't want to like it, but she does. Like she can't help it, so she can tell you all she doesn't like puns, but she appreciates this. I mean, I'm clearly drawn to them, whether or not I can help it. Like, there's a connection I have with puns. Yeah, if you really hated them as much as you claim, then Brad and I would not be in your life by now. (laughs) And Dean, for that matter. Yeah, it just wouldn't happen anymore. True. (laughs) I have a little pun cushion here in my house. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Jolenta needs some penicillin. Cut it out, everybody. Oh my gosh, stop. (laughs) Stop it. I want to go to another question and change the topic completely. (laughs) This is for Dean. Sarah asks the pivotal question. Dean, what are your thoughts on the new Dune film? Oh, Dune. I loved it so. I loved the movie. I loved the set design. I felt like it pulled out of my teenage Dean's brain, like a lot of the imagery that I had built in Mm. my mind and translated it onto the screen. Absolutely loved the movie, except they left the story in a weird place. Wait, oh, there was no story because they were just building towards it. I just wish they had shot all three (laughs) together and either released them all at the same time. 
or I don't know who this is going to be three or this is going to be 10. Who knows how many episodes it's going to be at this point. But I wish they just released the whole story at once in the same way that I devoured the book in one setting. I want to devour mm. these movies in the same rate. And I just, I can't. I've got to wait, I don't know, what, three and a half years for them to fill the next bit. And we're not sure if there's two movies or three. And so maybe it's going to be actually seven years before I get to see the whole story. But I love the fact that they were able to translate what I, as Teenage Dean, saw in my mind much closer into a movie than than the other Dune movie. Yeah, I've heard it's the best attempt yet. Yeah, I loved it. Everybody should see it. It was a bit complicated, though, because whatever book we were living by when that was happening, Kristen had to dance every time music came on. And the music in that is very, very sort of slow and languorous. And so there was a lot of weird, slow and languorous dancing going on. And it was a bit distracting, quite honestly. Yeah. Well, you can tell the truth, though, Dean. You watched the movie many more times after that because you liked it enough to watch it again and again. And also you didn't want me in the room again watching it. That's true. I've probably seen it at least four times. Yeah. Yes. But Brad, it's time for another question for you. This is from Tabby. Tabby says, I've really loved hearing more of the relationship between Jolenta's husband and her mom this season. The three of them seem like a strong and supportive family unit. That's not really a question I know, but I wanted to post it anyway. I think it's a good question, Tabby. <laughs> um, no, it is It is so interesting being around um, Jolenta and her mom because I feel like lots of kids, grown-up kids, have either spent their whole lives around their parents. You know, they live in the same town or nearby or they live far away the way Jolenta does. Here you've got a situation where like, you know, 20 years after Jolenta moved away for college – here comes Suzanne, and it's shocking to me how well they get along and how supportive. I think you're totally right that, that they're very supportive. Me and Suzanne get along really well. Also, because I'm kind of like Kristen, I also just enjoy like showing my mother-in-law like the city that we live in. Like I like like being a tour docent, right? Like this place where you live next to was constructed by you know Olmsted and Vox, yes. the famous constructors. Yes. Back at, like I, I do all. Bring that. me on the next tour, Brad. Right. So <laughs> I I love it. Uh, I think it's a cool dynamic. And yeah, I'm glad it comes through on tape because they really do communicate in a way that I find very entertaining. So I'm glad you guys get to use some of that. I'm very lucky that I'm with someone who's not like, fuck my mother-in-law. He's just like, <laughs> ah, fuck my mother-in-law. <laughs> when I tell people like my mother-in-law just moved to town, I universally get like this wince. Like it's like, this, like how's that going? I'm like, it's great. It's actually, it's phenomenal. Why? Is that not the case for everyone? Plus, like, he now has someone to watch sports with, clearly, so. She's like a Midwestern gal, and she can't quite get it out of her blood. This, like, the oh. boys all grew up watching football in the winter, so I that means I know about it. It's great. <laughs> yep, they have the same taste in movies. It's great. Basically, I married my mother anyway, so of course they get along. <laughs> okay, here's a question for both husbands. Sarah says, in a prior husband's episode, you talked about what would happen if you swapped partners and went on vacation. <laughs> I'm definitely more the Kristen Brad type. I believe the line was, our goal is to be the docent by the end of the trip. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Docents. <laughs> Whereas my partner is more the Jolenta Dean type. Would take it all at a human pace, maybe sleep in, don't want to be forced to do things, that kind of thing. We are about to go on our first trip since the pandemic started, and I'm a bit nervous, as this discrepancy has occasionally been an issue on trips in the past. Do you have any advice on navigating this difference? 
I definitely do because I've learned some things here. So Sarah, (laughs) really important here. Identify some stuff you really want to do and then tell your partner, I really want to do this stuff. I need you to do them for me. And you cannot force them to enjoy the thing that you're asking them to do with you. Like you can't force them to like the thing. You can force them to go and you should force them to go on like a couple things that are really important to you. (laughs) But you can't have both. You can't have both. You're forced to go with me and you're forced to like enjoy yourself. You got to provide your enjoyment to that and just like accept how they feel about that. But definitely force them on things. Dean, do you agree with that? Do you think the forcing is the way I, to go? Really? I agree with that. I wasn't thinking about it that way. I My advice was just going to be like, be explicit about the stuff that you want to do. And if that is one of those days, sleep until noon and then, you know, have somebody bring me drinks by the pool while I sit there under my book, not reading it. Be explicit about that. Like, let your partner know that that's a thing that you need on this vacation. You're saying the Dean and Jolenta person needs to say, I need a day tomorrow where we're just going to sleep. Yeah, because I think the other type of person will try and fill the gap if you don't make it explicit that the gap is what you need for that day. So just, I mean, talk about it. Talk about it with your partner and just say, hey, I just, I really need something like this, you know, for a large part of the vacation. And then let's talk about the planning and the activities and the history that we want to learn. Like, be explicit about it. And I think, I, I don't know, I think. I think that's healthy, being explicit about that kind of stuff. And so I agree with Brad. Yeah, right. absolutely. Usually it works out like big activity for a day for the activity person. And then like the next day or two, lay low yeah. for us. So it's sort of every other, every few days you pop in like the big activity, wear out the introvert, and then let them recover for a day or two. I, I was also yeah. just going to add, this isn't going to work for everybody, but – If you are staying in an area where it's easy for one person just to go off and do something on their own or join another tour group Mm. and everybody's comfortable with that, I think that's fine too. Like if if we're at a hotel and I want to do Aqua Zumba with the 88-year-old gals while Dean is like laying by the pool, (laughs) then I'm going to do that. And Dean's not going to be offended while I do the Aqua Zumba. I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to meet some new friends, drink Brandy Alexander after the quote-unquote exercise class with the ladies. I'm going to do all that stuff. And then I can come back an hour and a half later and, you know, meet up with Dean. It's okay. I don't have to do everything with Dean all the time. But you do have to tell Dean where you go because my problem is I'll 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 wander. <laughs> and we were on a vacation once where we're by a beach, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go down the beach. Like two hours later, I've, I'm on a sailboat without Jolenta. <laughs> she's like, where did you like, go? What the fuck happened? She's not laughing. But I, you're laughing. She's not laughing. But I was just like, oh, I rented a sailboat. Because you, you, you said you just wanted to sit. I thought he'd be back in like 15 minutes. <laughs> Don't yeah. do communicate, that. Communicate, folks. Communicate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Another question here from Rachel. Rachel wants to know, husbands, What's your favorite dad joke? I bet they have great ones. I'm getting dad joke vibes from both of them. I get dad joke <laughs> vibes from us too, Rachel. <laughs> Wait, I have one. Uh, a termite walks into a saloon and says, is the bartender here? That's the joke. Oh, oh my God. <sighs> oh, oh, wow. Is, oh. That's good. Oh, that's, that's, is the bar, that's good. Like, yes. The, yeah. the actual physical bar. The wood. That it's oh. wood. Is it tender here? <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, that's a groaner. Wow. That's a wow. groaner. You're welcome. Brad. That's, that's good, Brad. Knee slapper. <laughs> Knee slapper. I could do this all week. <laughs> So I do a lot of conference calls. You know, it's just one of those things. I find myself using the phrase, 
why should we succumb to the tyranny of the oar when we can apply the genius of the and in a lot of calls? And the problem is that's a long sentence that people don't normally hear. And so it takes a couple of seconds. Right? I'm like, you're whipping that and, out. And you watch people like literally process the or, sentence I said in their head yeah. and then go, oh. <laughs> anyway, that's my that's my sort of day. This guy's deep. <laughs> Don't succumb to the tyranny of the oar. <laughs> I, I want to give you more credit, though, Dean. I think one thing Dean is very good at is just on the spot coming up with, in the very moment, a funny aside, yes. a good way to de-escalate if, you know, people are feeling tense. He's super good at that kind of joke, the sort of thing that tensions are high, mm. and then he knows at the right point how to make a joke without minimizing everybody around him. It but, helps to have props. But, oh, Dean also has his props, too. You guys have seen his props. I also props. have props. Like, he has, like, video call prop comedy. Yeah, I have, like, like, a, a mini plunger, plunger that Wait, sometimes hold, I use. You're holding a plunger. I've got, yeah, I've, I've no, got, I've got a, a thing that can punch me. A little punchy hand. <laughs> I have a captain's hat behind me for when I feel like I'm in charge or a, or, or a skateboard for I feel like I'm being daring. This is just, like, a, a whole dad one-man <laughs> show. <laughs> Absolutely. i got to tap my foot and blow it to the harmonica. Like, well, Brad has dad jokes, but Dean has, like, a carrot top chest. <laughs> like, full of a carrot top trunk. <laughs> Full of toys. All right, let's take a quick break. But first, I'll leave you with my favorite dad joke, which is two peanuts were walking down the street. One was assaulted. Ah! <laughs> assaulted ones are the best ones. Wow, Joe this is what it's like on the ones. other side. Because assaulted peanut. All right. But seriously, when we come back, we will be joined by the one and only Frank, the dog. So stay with us. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I was hours into a hunt for new digs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks, get your drumsticks! Nutty sweet drumstick? What luck! One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot and made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick sundae cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks! But that line is three miles long! Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick. We are back with Brad and Dean. And now, entering the studio closet, Frank the dog. <laughs> Hello, Franklin. Look at how cute you are. Look. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, Frank, we have a couple of questions here from listeners. First of all, Kristen, not me. I'm not speaking in the third person here, but a listener named Kristen wants mm. to know, are you upset that nobody figured out your Enneagram number and what number do you think you are? Well, it's an easy answer question. I'm not upset because my Enneagram number is off the charts. It's not in the books. I'm a 15. <laughs> Frank, Frank, that's that's not how the Enneagram works. I'm work. a 15. It's not like a ranking. I'm a 15. I'm better than everyone. <laughs> I agree with that. 15s are top dogs, they bark the loudest, and they're in charge of everything. All of that is true of you, Frank. You are in charge of the world. So there you have it. 
Yeah, we're just living in your world, Frank. (laughs) Another question, Frank. This one is from Tasha. Tasha says, Frank, how did you cope while Jolenta was at her mom's since Brad was in quarantine? So you had to choose one parent to be with. How did you feel about that? Yes, Tasha. It's a it's a great question. Because, you know, on one hand, I love my papa. He's cool. He's great. He takes me on long walks. On the other hand, Mama and mommy in law live by the park. So I mean they're they're by the park. I was fine without dad. Uh, like get him out of here. <laughs> Sometime he would come over and bring me some tweets and I would sniff him through the window screen. But other than that, screw him. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Frank. No. Whoa, whoa. Not interested. No, Frank. I live there now. Bye-bye. So callous, Frank. Oh my gosh. We all know you love riding in Brad's backpack. We know that you two are bros and you do your bro things. And now you're all just dismissing I ride, it. I ride in his backpack to go to the park. Now I'm already there. Bye-bye. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Plus my mom gives him all sorts of table scraps. So... Okay, oh, I can see that the girl. That, that girl don't know what hit her. I take advantage of her so bad. Oh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's got her wrapped around his little tail. So oh. uh, yeah, he had a fine time. He stayed with me at my mom's place and got a lot of pieces of toast, mostly. Mm, wow. I love toast. Who doesn't love toast? It's the best breakfast snack there is. <laughs> well, Frank, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. And thank you, of course, as always, to our very wonderful, very game husbands, Brad and Dean. Yay. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for having us on your show and just in your lives. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting us be part of this amazing journey. Oh, we love you guys. And remember... You can see our husbands on our Instagrams at K10Mindser and at Jolenta underscore G. And of course, Frank is at Janky Frank. And that, everyone, is it for this bonus episode of By the Book. Enormous thanks to our superstar production team at Stitcher, Chantel Holder, Corinne Wallace, and Marcus Hom. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos for performing it. And don't forget to stay in touch. Send us all your other questions for our husbands that we didn't hit. Send us book suggestions. Our email address is kristinangelenta at gmail.com. And you can always check out our private Facebook community. Lots of really good combos going on over there. Facebook.com slash groups slash BTB pod. And if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate and review us in Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps other people find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a husband about the show. Oh, yeah. Tell a dog about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Brad. And I'm Dean. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stitcher. I was hours into a hunt for new gigs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks, get your drumsticks. Nutty, sweet drumstick. What luck. One drumstick, please. Here you go. 
This is not made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick Sunday cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks. But that line is three miles long. Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick.